0: Where does your name come from? Uh,
1: so <laughs> my name originally started from Black Widow Spiders because I've always had a infatuation with spiders, especially Black Widows, because they're deadly and they sneak up on you and if they bite you, bitch, you're done. <laughs> and But no one ever called me Black Widow. They just called me Widow because no one wanted to say, hey, Black, how's it going?
2: <laughs> so,
1: so I dropped the Black part of Widow and erica badu is my favorite artist of all time and so i stole a part of her last name and then back in the day when i started in 2007 i wanted a tattoo by a certain someone who we shall not discuss anymore but that's where the that's where vaughn came from so that's how widow badu was created in 2007
0: okay i like the layers oh my goodness Hello, 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 squirrel friends. I'm John Polly, a producer on RuPaul's Drag Race and a drag race historian. And welcome, welcome, welcome to the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast, or as we like to call it, you know, to her. brought to you by World of Wonder and VH1. This podcast may also take you deep inside the big brown furry box that is every episode of RuPaul's Drag Race all Stars Season 5. Each week, I'm joined by RuPaul's Drag Race icons, as in the queens who have made story to talk about this season and their own Drag Race experience. So thank you for listening. And warning, there's going to be what? Spoilers, bitch! (laughs) So consider yourself warned. And to keep up, make sure you watch RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars every Friday on VH1 at 8 p.m. or 7 Central. Or you can watch in select territories via Wow Presents Plus if you're someplace where you can't get VH1. Now, having said that, I am honored to be in the presence... Electronically, of the killer dancing queen of season twelve, and the star of the reunion of season twelve—no joke about that. Yes, bitch, I might be talking to Widow von Doo.
1: Hi. Ah, what a do? <laughs> yes, honey.
0: Oh my god, it's it's the queen of Kansas City, Mo, who takes no BS.
1: Absolutely not. I mean,
0: why? <laughs> thank you, thank you. How you doing today?
1: I am doing wonderful. I am fat and fabulous. I'm NKCMO. Yes, she might be. <laughs> How are you doing, dear?
0: I'm good. I'm, I'm doing good. And like, it seems like the finale was almost like a month ago. So like the world has been going through a lot and changing some for the good. I hope uh, people are paying attention to stuff, to race, to issues they weren't really paying attention to before. How are you feeling in the world right now? If I may put you on the spot.
1: You know, as a African American in this country, it's been real hard to, you know, live my life, and I'm just so thankful that there are so many people all across, not just the country, but the world, that are protesting the injustice towards those of us that are African American and, you know, brown skin, brown skin alike. So I'm very thankful that everyone that showed up and is still showing up, and that are out, you know, fighting the good fight.
0: And right. And, and forgive me for even saying like, oh, now people are paying attention to race because, hello, as a black person, you've probably been paying attention to race your entire life or, uh, or have been made to.
1: Oh, I've been paying attention to race way before I was even conceived
0: as a black person.
1: That's how far back it goes.
0: Seriously. So how do you feel? Do you feel hopeful? Or Is that too strong of a word? How do you what do you think's going on?
1: Look, all I got to say is that we need to vote. We got to vote to end this Racist person that's in our office that just doesn't seem to give a <clears throat> shit about any of us, and we need to vote. Agree, that, that's that's
0: where I can leave it. We need to vote. And what's how's how's it feel in Kansas City?
1: Well, um, I currently live in the area where the protests uh in our city happened. so I hear the chants, I hear the canisters being shot off, I hear people screaming and shouting because they're being sprayed in the face with tear gas and it's you know it's quite frightening to go outside my apartment but I'm right in the trenches with everybody else fighting for injustice
0: I would only expect nothing more you are what I want to do is nothing if not a fighter and I'm not, I'm not saying she stirs stuff up unnecessarily but she takes care of things hey, I
1: don't put up with no bull I'm
0: just saying <laughs> where does your sort of I because I always feel like you have this strength and power about you where does that come from
1: uh, that comes from my mother and my father like so my father has always had a disdain towards other people because of the way that he has been treated as an African American man and he's always instilled to me that don't allow anybody to put you down and put you in a box and my mother was a very strong and powerful black woman who worked her whole life to have everything that she needed and wanted and made sure that her kids had everything that they needed and wanted and so that's why I was like I can't let my parents down. About, you know, how I live my life because they already gave me the tools to, you know, have everything that I needed in my life. So that's why I I have this strength and I keep my head up high because I was raised to be a king and
0: I will not bow. (laughs) Or a queen and a queen, both. (laughs) Oh, my God. And how does drag fit into, like, the current state of activism?
1: Uh like it's been said before every time you get in drag you are making a political statement and the fact that not only as a black man i'm fighting one side i'm also a gay black man who is fighting another side and so it's like i'm fighting for equality as a gay man who may not be perceived as you know someone that is you know that people like because i'm round and chocolate but you can't deny that a bitch is talented, and I'm also fighting the fact that my skin color shouldn't be a factor in who I am as a
0: person. Okay, All Stars Five, are you watching? Are you enjoying?
1: Oh, honey, I am in the front of my TV watching. I be painting my mug, getting ready for things, watching the girls slay this competition, baby.
0: Do you know many of these girls? Um, not.
1: Personally, the only one I've actually like, like actually met and or worked with, um, I've met Alexis Mateo and I met her in Des Moines when I was there for a birthday show and we worked together. And I also met Shay when she came here to Kansas City, but I didn't get a chance to hang out with her because I had a show and she had a show and I was like, I'm sorry, girl, I gotta go make my money.
0: <laughs> Hello, professionals. <laughs> well, I feel like this in some ways, this is our second All-Star season this year because you were in the first one.
1: <laughs> I mean, it felt like I was in All Stars. Like we walked into the room, like, oh, bitch, this is All Stars. We are ready.
0: <laughs> no joke. Like an an insanely talented group of queens. You were with it was it was impressive. And like, thank you for being such a big part of it. Which and also, it like season twelve gave so many people so much joy during COVID times. During like uncertain times, it was like a constant every week that people really, really took to heart. So well done.
1: Well, thank you. And I mean, I don't like to say uncertain times. I read somewhere that we are living in
0: revolutionary times. <laughs> it's not like, oh, what a difficult year. This is a beginning.
1: Mm-hmm. The beginning for change, honey.
0: Please. And your stories and that you, know, you told during the season about your life and just like hardships you've been through like and how you've had to fight was powerful. Did you get good feedback from people about your own struggles and just how you shared and, and like seeing you being a strong person now?
1: Uh, I did get a lot of great feedback from the fans and from my hometown family, uh, because a lot of people here in Kansas City, they don't see me open up. They just see, you know, me as widow going out and doing shows and slaying it. And then to see me in the vulnerable states, you know, talk about my mom or talking about how I'm afraid to drive my car down the street because of what's going on in our country. um, You know, it just it seems to open people's eyes to what is going on like because a lot of people don't talk about their mother that has passed away because it's too heartbreaking and you know me talking about it, a lot of people have messaged me it was like thank you for speaking on it because it's not something that i talk about and to hear you say it you know it just warms my heart to know that i will always at least have that memory of my mother
0: yeah no it was it was meaningful i mean meaningful as someone who's lost like with my parents i like yeah it's it's a huge deal um and I feel like you would fit into this all-star season because these girls are honest. They are being honest and direct. <laughs> right from the get-go in this episode, we start off with the girls are back in the workroom after Derek Barry has departed from last week. And Mayhem is, you know, they're all congratulating him. we you know, kind of being kind to Mayhem, talking to her up. and But we find out that, like, we already knew Jujubee was the one person who voted for her to go home. And she's got to own up to it. And Jujubee does not shy away from it.
1: If we want to decipher the performances, I liked your performance. I just, I laughed more at
2: Derek's.
0: What'd you think?
1: <laughs> Juju B said, I don't give a damn. I'm going to let you know how it is, sis. And I am here for it because I appreciate someone that's always upfront and honest from the get go.
0: Right. Because if you don't, especially on this show, it'll always come back and bite you in the ass.
1: Oh, that is the truth. Like, because you may think you're playing a game, but somebody else may have the rule book, so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then almost like the flip side of that or a different version of that is when the girls come in for day one of the episode and Cracker wants to clear the air a little bit because she's been feeling a certain kind of way. And she tells Angina that she thinks that she should have sent her home, that Cracker thinks she should have tried to,
2: what was going on there? I should have brought in some whiteout. Mm -hmm. Because Angina, Derek and Mayhem, they believed that they could do it. Mm -hmm. And you didn't believe in yourself. And that's an all-star thing.
1: Look, Angina said it perfectly, bitch. You cannot be Ben Delacrim, although you want to. Like, look, you having a whiteout would not have changed anything. Look, (laughs) I'm just saying, like...
0: If you thought you should have said to her, how then keep it 100? Like, (laughs) no, it's a weird moment because you're like, okay, that's a that's an intense thing to share for just like to make your I don't want to sound too harsh to make yourself feel better or to get something off your chest when there's the person is standing right here and has to grapple with that. Like I said, in my season, when
1: the girls were like, oh, well, we think that you should be up for elimination. Like we already know. We already have that inkling in our mind that we didn't do well. We didn't need y'all to come in and kick us while we were down. Because if you were kicked while you were down, I'm sure somebody would kick harder.
0: Yeah. So it's a little. I mean, and I, I. It seems like later on in the episode, Cracker feels bad about it, but it's a weird place to start.
1: Look, all I gotta say is, don't apologize. <laughs> don't apologize. Like, if you felt some way, keep it 100. Like, don't try to change face now.
0: Very true. Very true. Now. They um, So the episode begins, and then Rue selects India, because India won last week's episode, so she gets to pick her top two competitors, and who does she pick?
1: She picked Shea Coulee, and she also picked Blair Sinclair. Now, who would you have picked? Um, I would have picked someone who wouldn't have been competition for me, because I've played this game. Exactly. And... <laughs> And we saw how it went down when I had to pick the weakest link. I mean, <laughs> the team didn't win. Maybe one person did, but the team didn't. So I wouldn't have picked my strongest competitors to go against me. I had to play the game a little smarter.
0: <laughs> who would you pick if you were, if you were just basing on the strongest? Who do you think is the strongest in the cast?
1: I believe Shay is the strongest in the cast, but I also would have picked Juju B if I was picking like strongest because of what they presented on the first challenge. Right. But, I mean, if I was there... I can't speak about it if I was there because I'm not in the competition, so... <laughs> fair, 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 fair. I mean, if I was there, it'd be a whole different story. I'm like... Because I
0: think I would be strong competition, especially for... It's a talent show. I mean... Yeah, we, we've seen. Hello. <laughs> oh, my God. And I also, just want to say, I love Alexis Mateo, like, narrating throughout already is everything. Because she also was not afraid to speak the truth, and she's funny as hell. And not, like... There's not a false bone in her body.
1: Baby, I am living for Alexis Mateo. She is my favorite. I live. Bam, honey. Ah, like her narrating the season, I'm getting my life. I'm getting my whole life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they split up into teams. Blair ends up with Cracker and Mayhem. It's kind of like a, reu- a reunion of season 10. Um, and then they all pair up. And it's, but the main thing is they're going to do the, the the challenge in front of them. It's a maxi challenge. It's recording a verse to a song, writing that verse, recording it, performing on stage in a big number. You have done this beautifully. You won your episode for doing it. You also like in group challenges, you've known how you're good at standing out. You stood out in Gay's Anatomy. You stood out in the world's worst. The other two girls in your group were on, on the bottom. You stood out. What's the key to, you stood out in Madonna. What's the key to standing out in these group challenges?
1: The key is to remember that yes, it's a group challenge, but at the end of the day, you need to make sure that you are Beyonce and everybody else is Kelly and Michelle. <laughs> like, How do you do that? Just remember that you want to have your own career one day. I mean, <laughs> like, at the end of the day, it's a competition. You got to know that, yes, you're supposed to be all one. And you just got to work with each other. I think that's what it is. I think you just got to work with each other better to... Because, like, in the Rusical that we did for our season, you know, it was how we broke down at the end us three we worked together for a long bit of time that's why you know we looked good
0: <laughs> yeah yeah wait which which one are you talking about are you talking about madonna or yeah. no
1: yes madonna because uh yeah, yeah at the end when we had the fans and we were doing the last little part it was me crystal i think god i can't remember it's been, it feels like it's and probably heidi off. heidi was yes Was it Heidi? yes also i don't think heidi should have been up for elimination but i i'm not the one's judge it I'm just keeping score <laughs>
0: <laughs> always keeping score always um, now now they are tasked with singing about their celebrity crush who would you sing about who would, celebrity crush would you write a verse and sing about
1: oh I mean I've always loved me Ricky Martin
0: <laughs> I
1: actually started writing some just in case if you had asked
0: <laughs> oh, oh please
1: yes I want to hear I mean it's, it's only four bars it's only four bars. I gotta, I gotta pull it up real quick. But it's like Ricky Martin can get it. <laughs> if we in the car, I'ma let him hit it. Yes, I'm living la vida loca. Call me Lady Gaga. He's gonna poker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! Just okay. That was amazing. Please keep going. I mean, not like this second. But don't, but just put this aside. This is good. I think Ricky would appreciate it. He was, you know, he obviously he was on the show last week. Uh, like that man is handsome
1: baby when i saw the commercial and it was ricky martin i just screamed i was like yes panties are
0: sopping right now (laughs) i'm like and he he was like he was i mean i was there on set he was a sweetheart so nice eager to be there loves queen you know just like all in he was he was was a doll he was a doll uh
1: (sighs) ricky martin if you hear
0: this call me Exactly. Come on. You know, that tour has got to go through Kansas City sometime. And, and, you know, you can travel eventually. Uh, I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so they they record and I'm going to skip I'm not going to dwell on this too much. They record and they, you know, they figure out their choreography which you with know, a couple of little, like ups and downs. Some people struggle, some don't. You know, it's, we, we, we've seen this. It's you know, it's compelling. It's good stuff. You can see like Shay's a little worried about her group. But um, I want to get to the main performance. But first, we stop back in the workroom, and the girls are getting ready for it. Um, and we go back to Miss Cracker, and she and the girls tell her, like, you know, you can be kind of difficult.
2: I love you, but you can be difficult. How? How am I difficult? You're egotistical. Yeah. Oh, no, that's garbage. Really? What? Because I all the time say I'm worried about this, I'm worried about that. Blah, blah, I never blah. hear that. Ugh, oh, God.
0: What did you think watching this scene?
1: To, okay so to be perfectly honest, I actually feel for cracker like in this moment because as someone that just has like a personality that's out loud that just oozes like I just want to be the best. I want to be great. if I'm not great, then I'm not doing something right and like it's very intimidating to be around because it feels like you think that everybody else is below you that's what everyone else sees that you feel that everyone else is below you because you're trying to be amazing for yourself. And so it, it, makes you look like a bitch. And so I feel for her. Like, I understand, like, I just want to be her friend. I just want to hug her.
0: <laughs> and she's wonderful. She's a total like, she's like a wonderful person, but you could, but like, it's, it's interesting. Cause I mean, she's a funny queen. She looks fabulous. She, you know, she, she seems like so on top of everything, but like, we all have doubts and we all like have problems Understanding how we are perceived and how others see us and stuff—it's a lot. I mean, sometimes
1: people take you know, convinced as cocky, so and <laughs> that's what and that's why I at least that's what I like I feel from Cracker because I get it all the time. Like people just think that I'm too much of a bitch to be around, and I'm like, I'm really nice and friendly. Just <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, you're just like just just like don't presume <laughs> don't make assumptions
1: don't assume bitch we're gonna
0: take a little break in a second we're gonna come back and talk about the show and the runway and the assassin there's gonna be spoilers so do you mind do you mind if we take a little pause for a second miss widow yeah let's go I'll take a pause mama needs to get some
1: water because so, you know she needs to relax her fur because she's gagging
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm gagging too i blame you <laughs> and now A word from World of Wonder, and our Season 11 sisters Vangie and Silky from Self-Isolation.
1: So what's the word on the curb? What's the word on the curb? You tell me what the what's the, the word, word on the curb. Word on the curb. I got up early to hear what's the word on the curb. Do you know what you, the word on the
2: curb is? I know what the word on the curve. curb is. Word on the curb. The word on the curb. Word on the curb.
0: On the curb. Curb. Curb that whole word on the curb. Word on the curb. Not word on the street. Word Coward. on the curb. The curb
1: available every friday where podcasts are available friday for all the podcast freaks frickly friday night
2: friday friday you yeah
0: listen now wherever you get yours Okay, we are back. It's the official RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. I'm your host, John Polly, and I am talking to the glorious Widow Von Du today. Hello, hello ma'am. Hello, hello, yes, hello. <laughs> and we are watching these girls. Well, we're about to talk about these girls doing a show. It is The song is I'm In Love. They're singing about their crushes. They wrote the verse. They put together the choreography. They're about to bounce all over the stage. So what did you think? Um, I, I'll, I'll kind of guide us through like talking about each queen performing, but just off the top of your head, who stood out for you?
1: My eyes did not leave Blair Sinclair or Shea Coulee or Alexis Mateo.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Alexis begins. She starts it off uh, and she's singing about Daddy Yankee. I'm in
2: love with Daddy Jackie. He's my man, he's my Bobby. When he sings reggaeton, I get really happy.
0: She was a great one to start it too because she just out of the gate, she's got energy and presence, and bam!
1: Like, my eyes went straight to her when she, when her group started. I was like, Yes, you are giving it to me. Also, I want to know how she keeps her hair on because that is a (laughs) mission to me. And I'm like, Girl, all that hair, how do you do it?
0: And she is followed by Juju B, who's an all red, and she's she's singing about John Stamus, and he's gonna fill up her house. Now, that line got me right together. <laughs>
2: I'm in love. I'm in
1: love. John Stamos. He's Uncle Jesse and I need him. I need him. His pants are sexy and I see it. See it. Taking off my brows. Please fill up my house. I'm in love.
0: What did you think? And like, I have no place commenting on fashions because I'm not a queen and I'm not fashionable. But what do you think about her fuzzy boot things? I was like, mm. the fuzzy boot things.
1: I wish there was more fuzzy somewhere else. Like, had some more fuzz. Like, just fuzzy boots. They are cute. I liked them. I just wish there was more fuzzy other
0: places. More fuzz, please. <laughs> and then India has her verse about Justin Timberlake. Any any comments? <laughs> so I saw what India Farrah was trying to do there. Because
1: she smoothed through all the shade at Derek Barry for her, sending her home. <laughs> and I'm like, because I'm like, we all know. Whose lipstick she had in her
0: bra? <laughs> Ooh, so you, was the Justin and Britney related? Wait.
1: Oh yeah, she said. But she said that she's bringing sexy back, and I sent that Britney back. I. That's what I got. That she is talking about sending
0: <laughs> Derek Barry's ass out of here. Oh my god! I did not even think of that until you said it. You gotta listen. You gotta listen. <laughs> That's right. I need, I need to check in with check in with you every episode to know what's happening like between the lines.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I speak queen, honey. If you need if, trust me, we can have a good pod show if you need me every week, girl. She ain't doing nothing besides sitting at the house.
0: <laughs> uh, well, that's not true, because I know you're performing a bunch of digital shows and you're you're a busy lady, shush. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Miss Cracker does her b- verse. Miss Cracker sings about Sylvester Stallone. Mayhem sings about Mr. Rogers which I loved. Now, that
1: was cute. That was cute because I'm sure some people had a thing for Mr. Rogers. I wasn't one of them but some people may have.
0: And then we get Blair doing her Hannibal Lecter homage. What do you think?
1: Okay. You could definitely tell that she likes to be eaten.
2: <laughs> I'm... I'm in love with Hannibal Lecter. He'll look at me with hunger in his eyes. I'm the whole damn snack serve with a side of fries, size. I know, such enthusiasm.
1: <laughs> I mean, I like someone that's up front. Like, if you're the first date, I want you to eat me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, because you don't, if you don't ask, you don't get. I mean, a closed, closed legs don't get
1: fed, honey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God. And she looked great. And, and then this is kind of her, her, you know, she's, she is a good like performer mm-hmm. like this, like give her, give her a concept, give her like a little bit of, it, you know, she, she does well with theatricality, like a little cute,
1: moment. Oh, yeah. She was in her element. Like, she did not look bothered at all. Like, she from the get-go, she was already the standout in her group, like, before she even started singing. Like, she knew what she was doing. She was there for it. And I'm here for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then Mariah Paris Valenciaga, who I've worshipped since season three, uh, her. gets her Jason Momoa on. I I live for her. I, I
1: do agree. I wish that the performance was just, a, like, a little more amped up. But... You know, you know, sometimes you are in the moment and you feel like you've given it all and, and it just doesn't perceive that way to other people. But
0: Right, right, right. It's hard it's hard to know. Angina, um, I want, I wanted somebody to give Angina a lozenge. Poor thing, her voice was hoarse. I'm in love with
2: Henry Calvo, he's my superman, and we fly and fly
1: Oh, I felt so bad for her. I was like, no. I was like, you gotta redeem yourself because I was like, i I've been waiting for Anjaya to step through the All Stars door forever, and I'm like, "Someone get her some water."
0: <laughs> I know. That's, I think that's a Melissa Etheridge song. <laughs> um, yeah, but I was, she, yeah, she was like, somehow she just got like a horse, like a sore throat or something from the first episode, and, it's, and it stuck around. Um, and like you know they're picking her up I love seeing them carry her like her kind of flying over the stage and stuff
1: they're some strong individuals I was not ready I was like Ooh, we got queens picking up queens I thought this wasn't a contact sport <laughs>
0: <laughs> true and then we finished it off with
2: Shea Coulee and what'd you think Chadwick Boseman oh yeah girl he's my boo the motherfucking black panther what you gonna do he's tall dark long and lean and he rocks my kidney world like you never seen uh
1: ah, uh, ah, uh, I wish you could see what I'm doing right now. I'm just oozing right now. <laughs> like, Shaky Lay said it best. She's like, were you worried? Absolutely not. Like, <laughs> the moment she started, I was like, oh, there you go. She won this challenge.
0: If she doesn't, I'm writing a letter. RuPaul, <laughs> writing the <a> letter. <laughs> and she could, yeah, she's good the rhythm. I mean, the moves, she looks fantastic. But like, she is an artist. You know, she 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 makes good music. You can tell. I mean, we saw it in her season for top
1: four when she when they had their uh, their song challenge and she was like, <laughs> I mean, how many edges am I gonna slay today? I mean, come on now, it's Shay Cule.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And then we go to the runway, and the category for the runway is love the skin you're in. And it's all kind of like, you know, obviously flesh tones of various tones. Um, India has kind of like a swirl of, you know, a multiple of tones, a little heart on her hip and stuff. Um, well, we don't have to talk about all of them, but who stood out for you? Who are your favorites in the in the runway?
1: So I definitely was living for all the looks and all the shades for, you know, representing the skin that they in. But yes. the one thing that came to mind was like, if somebody does not walk down the runway and in one of those naked body skin suits, that looks just effortless, like it's actually theirs. I'm gonna be upset. And then here comes Shea Coulee, looking like an African goddess, just with the necklace and just the titties out and the pooskwa is bejazzled. Ah!
2: Oh yes, mama, I'm serving up some Nubian goddess realness. Mama just stepped out of the Nile River, drip, drip, dripping in Swarovski stones. And I feel gorgeous and expensive.
0: I know everything was vajazzled. The whole her whole body, her whole presence was vajazzled, bedazzled, <laughs> stoned.
1: Let's put this way: she did this whole challenge like <laughs> like she ain't never done nothing before. She did it, honey.
0: I know. I was like, "Why are you acting brand Nubian?" <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. I would have still mad. Not- <laughs> <laughs> you may, you may. Um, yeah, no. She, she was like a showstopper, absolute showstopper. Um, Blair St. Clair came out pink, pinker than usual.
2: <laughs> I am loving the skin that I'm in, and I wanted to go outside of the box because I think that I am more than what people see on the outside, and I'm giving them exactly what I feel like on the inside. Pink. We're all pink on the inside. Yeah, that's yeah. true.
1: I, I was like, what? I was like, what kind of skin are we talking about, girl? I was like. Is your skin pink, or we? I, I, you know, I'm not trying to get too inappropriate. but I'm like, where are we talking about? Which part of your body are we talking about now?
0: <laughs> and I like, I liked Mayhem. She had like kind of like like crystals drizzling all over her.
1: <laughs> that was another one. I was like, okay, we talking about the skin we in. What is drizzling on your body? <laughs> I was like, I love the dress. See, I look at everything very inappropriately. I, I think you may have picked the wrong bitch for <laughs> for your podcast <laughs> today. <laughs>
0: No, no, no! I, you're perfect. And um, Angina showed all those like feathers. It was kind of a beautiful gown. Or oh, what did you think about it? I live. I,
1: I'm just living for Angina's fashions because, like, you know, if you watch the show and you just watch the show, you don't like look at anything else that any of the queens have done. You just see Angina from season one, and just to see like the fashions from then to what she's bringing now, I'm like, honey, you have the looks, baby.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I did laugh a little bit when Carson was saying, like, you know, he mentioned something about her head, like, it looked like an egg in a nest.
1: I mean, she's just, she's just tiny. She's just tiny. And that <laughs> and that dress is just, it's just everything. She's just tiny. I mean, it did look like she was a little egg on top of a nice little nest.
0: <laughs> but then there were just some gorgeous looks all around too. Like Mariah looked stunning. B was just like, looked like a dessert or something. She was like, Fantastic. I
1: was like, yeah, the looks have been, I've been living for the looks. Like, I've lived for all the looks. And that's the point of being on the all-star season. Like, the looks need to be to where you just like, okay, I don't know who's going to be in the bottom just solely on their looks because their looks are the, you know, the ticket.
0: Exactly. And so we get to judging and Mayhem, Alexis, and Cracker are safe. The judges are crushing on Jujube and Shay and Blair. Um, who ends up winning? Uh, Hadi. the one and only,
1: uh, the beautiful black goddess herself, Shea Coulee!
2: Shea Congratulations. You are the top all-star of the week.
0: Yes! And I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. No, she, she's, 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 like, this is such a stunning week for her. And it's just so fun to see her, because, like, she's... I mean, you're already rooting for, for her, because she is just so talented and everything, but it's like, when you see a queen do all the right things, you're like, yes, give her a reward.
1: Look, she that she came in and was winning that from the Ruda to the Tudor, like, <laughs> and I'm so glad that she capitalized on all of it and got a fat check out
0: of it. $20,000, because nobody won last week, or like, well, the assassin won last week, so she, so the money rolled over, so... Miss Kool-Aid won twenty thousand uh, dollars.
1: Do you know how many chicken sandwiches that could buy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Several
1: thousand, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! Um, and that, but then it turns out that on the bottom are India, Angina, and Mariah. Uh, so they got to go back. And like, it's like all stars, it's that brief like excitement you know, and gratitude for winning. And then you're like, oh no, now I have to choose somebody to send home. But this time around the gag of this season is they all get a vote to send somebody home. Oh. It's one thing to be able to be direct and honest about, you, you know, about your opinions and stuff and all, but like <laughs> how rough would that be to do?
2: Honestly, this decision is not an easy one. There's so many things that are going through my head. Who do I think wants this? Who do I think is the best out of the three, and who do I think deserves another chance? This is only week two, and this is excruciating, but I feel like I know what decision I need to make.
1: Oh, Jesus. <laughs> it would be, it'd be something, because you gotta, you know, you gotta take into account, this is a competition. Yeah. Who gonna be in the way? Who gonna serve it? Or who is someone that I know that I could probably surpass? Because you don't want to be, You know, you don't want to just win because, you know, everybody else was worse than you. You want to win because there's some talent. But also, you don't want to be like, oh, this might be, next week might be the girl that I saved and she done won and now I'm
0: up for elimination. (laughs) Right, right. I'm flashing back to like Naomi Smalls and Manila Luzon.
1: Which I I know it's a very controversial moment, but I stand with Naomi Smalls. I'm getting rid of the bitch that is the biggest competition from the (laughs) get-go. The moment you flip up, that's your ass.
0: <laughs> well, since you said that, but then we get back in the room and, you know, the the bottom queens have to plead their case and Shay has to make a decision. All the queens do. And Regina says something. She's like, oh, I just want to say this. She's like, I want to be here so bad, but you don't have to deliberate with me because these two, the two other girls, do
2: not deserve to go home. So, like, what is she, what is she saying? And I came here and I was a little bit rocky. Like, my reading challenge wasn't the best My talent, I was almost on the bottom, and now I'm on the bottom three. I have so much more to give, and I want to give it, and I know I have the hunger, I have the drive, I want to be here so bad, but you don't have to deliberate with me, because these two does not deserve to go home at all tonight.
1: She's basically throwing in the towel, and like I know she, as someone who can speak in her spirits, I know that. You know, it's just the emotions overwhelming you, and you feel like you don't deserve to be in this spot. But, you know, you got to remember that and you were chosen to come back for a reason. This is your second chance to redeem yourself. So I said with Alexis Mateos, like, girl, I can't forgive you for what you said about wanting to go home. So let me help you.
0: I know, I know. It's rough. It's rough because, like, you know, I I mean, and I I presume like my, uh, Angina has been like you know yearning for this for this moment for this season for years. I
1: was like, and you know, the game has changed a lot since season one. So you know, I understand that she's you know all up in here, all up in her head. But you know, you got a second chance in life. Sometimes lightning don't strike twice, and your your strike has finally struck. So,
0: and then Cracker even kind of apologizes to her or says she's sorry for speaking out of turn earlier
1: she you know she apologized for it but she did say you know i still meant what i said but should i have said it probably not now that's something that everybody can learn like you may feel some way but you got to remember that you don't always need to let a bitch know how you feel
0: yeah yeah consideration sometimes
1: sometimes sometimes you need just to be a little considerate i mean if you just try to you know hurt a bitch's feelings then by all means hurt that bitch's feelings but sometimes you no, know, you should just take a step back. You never know how that person's feeling.:
2: Exactly,
0: exactly. So the queens all, all vote, like you say, we saw Alexis say, like, "Honey, I can't forgive you for kind of like for feeling like you're giving up. Um, and then we go back to the stage, and it's time for the assassin, and who is popping out behind that screen?,
1: uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I swear to God when it started rolling up, I was just saying, "Please." Let it be Alyssa Edwards. And then the curtain went up, and it's Alyssa mother-freaking
2: Edwards. None other than the dancing queen herself, Miss Alyssa Edwards. So I'm a little scared right now.
0: I'm back, 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 back again, giving y'all a dose of assassin is. <laughs> do, you, you, do you know Alyssa?
1: I compete against her and treat the Tuck back in 2014 at entertainer of the year and it was everything to be in the presence of these two legendary pageant queens and then seeing them two battle it out for the crown was just everything
0: <laughs> that must have been a show with you and Alyssa and trinity it was it was everything
1: i like i didn't do well in that pageant because it was my very first like major national pageant but Watching those two up there just slaughter the competition, it gave me so much hope and joy that I came back and then I made top 10 the next year I came back.
0: <laughs> Wait, between Alyssa and Trinity, did I, who won?
1: Trinity won.
0: Ooh. Well, I mean, I'm not surprised because like <laughs> Alyssa's, <laughs> I was saying, Alyssa's a, amazing and, and such a unique and fantastic talent. But Trinity is like precision, razor sharp. It's hard to imagine anything getting in her way.
1: Let's put it this way. It was a knockdown, just slugger show fest. And I was here for it.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. And I love that she Alyssa, she says she's back, back, back again, giving you a dose of assassinin. Uh... <laughs> where, did you, where, where did she get this stuff?
1: I don't know. I think it's the go-go juice. I think whatever her go-go juice is, what is it gives her all the right things to say at all the right moments.
0: Well, I hope she drinks some go-go juice because the song is "Neutron Dance" by the Pointer Sisters. Have you ever performed this song?
1: I absolutely have performed this song, and I'm actually performing this song tonight because of the episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Such a good song. Like, listen, I was a kid when Beverly Hills Cop came out. Um, but when the Pointer Sisters were in their, like, 80s heyday, oh my god, I love them so much. And how'd they do?
1: Now, let's put it this way. I totally feel with shame, like, I got a lipstick against Alyssa Edwards? Like, it's Alyssa Edwards. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, I would love to one day lipstick against Alyssa Edwards. <laughs> but they slayed. I was here for it, watching both of them just go at it. And... Yeah, I just, I want to throw some dollars on the stage, but, you know, just throwing it at my TV doesn't help.
0: <laughs> and then Shay is declared the winner of the lip sync.
1: Uh, I, I just want to know how Shay felt in her head hearing Rue call her name and saying that she just beat Alyssa Edwards at a lip sync. Like, <laughs> I just want to know what's going on in her head right now. Because that, like, what's going on in my head was like, Bitch, you just need the list of efforts and the lipstick and what, twenty thousand dollars,
0: <laughs> girl. I know, and as soon as she, and in the moment while she's enjoying this like event, she then also has to like, all right, now I got to do the deed, mood shift, mood swing, and then send somebody packing. Oh, that's the tricky business of all stars. So, Shay pulls out her lipstick. <sighs> oh my god, I always do that. <laughs> So Shay pulls out the lipstick, and...
2: I thought a lot about this, and I think that you are all unbelievably amazing and so talented. The queen that I've chosen...
0: is Angina. She's sending Angina home. What'd you think?
1: Oh, honey, I am so sad to see Angina go. But at the end of the day... Like I said, like this is your second chance. Don't give up on yourself cuz then everybody else is going to give up on you. And so I you know, I stand with the decision, but I I want to see Angina go all the way to the end. I
0: know, I know, I know cuz she's such a good queen and she's such a like a, um a pivotal part of drag race history. Mhm. She I mean, she she was on the she's the
1: reason why most of us are all doing this.
0: <laughs> right, right. And then, you know, she gets to say, like, you know, 11 years ago, Rue, you changed my life. And then Rue gets to say back to her, no, Anjana, you changed my life, which is like a nice little moment.
1: It's just heartbreaking to see, you know, the, the OG, triple OG, like, going home. It just... It's sad.
0: Exactly. But you know what? We'll see more of her. I am sure the world gets to meet her again.
1: Yes. They get to to remember who the hell she is, honey. Yes.
2: I'm disappointed that my time here is so short. But this is not the last that you'll see of me. I promise you that. I will haunt you in your dreams. And my legacy will live on forever.
0: So, Miss Widow... That's the end of this episode, but what is next for you, ma'am? Well,
1: you know, the only thing that I'm working on right now is my album called The. It comes out October 31st. (laughs) Trick or treat. Yes, honey. I'm about to give you all the tricks and all the treats, baby. But that's what I'm working on, you know, and hopefully once, you know, the quarantine is over and I'm able to go places, I'm ready to, you know, just, you know, pussy splat all over the all over the places, all over the lands, all over somebody's mans, you know. It's just everywhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you you host and you run the show Drag Survivor in Kansas City. Is that right?
1: Yes, I do. It's a, it's an all-inclusive competition show. It's open to anybody as long as you got talent or drive and you just want to, you know, show that you have something to bring. And, you know, we have our, our due dimption. It's bringing back contestants from past seasons to all try it all over again this is our very first one and i'm very
0: excited for it ah <laughs> uh, i was just i was looking online on instagram and just like the talent is amazing everyone looks gorgeous and for, correct me if i'm wrong there's like queens and kings and a little bit of everything there's like however you want to present yourself people look fantastic
1: yes we have bearded queens we have ad fab queens we have uh kings we have kings and queens of all walks of life we have people that just you know just want to entertain we even have clowns (laughs) and that I mean not like Bianca Del Rio clown I
0: mean like we have clowns (laughs) oh my god and you know I say you know they carpool getting there (laughs) the funny thing is those two are married so that's (laughs) clown the house down (laughs) you know I love a good clown honey shout out to Crystal Method (laughs) flashing back all little way to get to where we started. Like, right now, those voices are being heard in America, Black voices that have been underserved, ignored, beaten down. And what's important to you about what's happening right now?
1: It's time for change. As, like I said, as someone of the African-American race and culture, it's just, there's something that needs to be changed. Like, with throughout the fandom throughout our country throughout our presidency our cabinets our houses all that things need to be changed it is time like you know people saying that you know you know people are just getting a you know a sense of what racism is no we've always known what it was it just now is being filmed so just imagine all the stuff that was happening before people were filming this stuff going on and like I said, I love all of the different walks of life that I've seen at our protest here in Kansas City and the protest videos and pictures I've seen all across the country that are standing up for Black Lives Matter and I want you all to keep that same energy because you know, although we're fighting for Black Lives Matter, we got to fight for all the other brown lives and other people of different races that are suffering at the hands of ICE and our government as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I appreciate your leadership.
1: We all deserve to live our lives the way that we live our lives because it's our lives. And I don't understand why <laughs> someone wants to take our life because we are living in the skin that we are in.
0: I do hope and believe and we're we can all keep fighting for for the for change, for progress. It's you know, there's no option otherwise, really. Amen. Thank you very much. Follow at the widow von Do. Go check her out. Go go do a little shopping at thewidowvondu.com. And just keep an eye on her. She's got stuff going on. And remember, everybody, we got to watch All-Stars Untucked. There's a whole Untucked this season. Oh? I haven't even seen it yet. I'm behind schedule. And you can keep up on Drag Race, watching every Friday night at 8 p.m. on VH1 or 7 p.m. Central. Watch via Wow Presents Plus. If that's the best way for you to watch, if you don't get to VH1, check it out on wowpresentsplus.com. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you for having my very chocolate self today.
2: <laughs> Mocha
0: Chocolata. Oh. <laughs> thank you. Nobody try and steal your crown. Get up and do what you were meant to. Be you know you are. It's to
2: someone.